Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. You know, on the matter of health in general, there have been uh, a lot of things said, and uh, it almost becomes confusing in light of all the information, including when we were joined by Michael Hurley, who's the president of uh, QP and uh, the Ontario uh, Hospital Union, Hospital Workers Union. And what he had said is this hallway medicine idea that uh, the premier proposes to eliminate within the year is fanciful at best, and uh, at worst, it's going to actually be calamitous. So I wanted to get the counterpoint from Christine Elliott, who's the current Minister of Health, and she's joined us here on the Oakley Show at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Minister, good to have you on board. Hi there. Thanks, John. How are you? I'm very good. But again, as I say, a little confused because uh, Mr. Hurley yesterday was suggesting that, you know, there were drastic cuts that are eliminated. Uh, personnel and surgeries and uh, operating room days are being called, clinics are being closed, and yet, on the other hand, I hear that, you know, there's been an investment, uh, more money poured into the health system, so what do you say in response? Well, I don't think it'll come as a surprise to you that I totally disagree with Mr. Hurley. In fact, what we're doing is adding more money into our health care system, $1.3 billion more in health care this year than last year for a total of $63.5 billion. And what we're doing is funding priority areas to reduce hallway medicine. We're adding in $267 million in additional money for home and community care so that people can be released from hospitals, put back into their own homes, which is where people want to be. We've got uh, an additional $72 million in 2019-20 for long-term care sector to expand and improve bed capacity, and $384 million more this year for hospital operations. So we're, we're increasing program spending in a number of areas to make sure that we can reduce hallway health care, um, hopefully reduce it to, uh, to, to next to nothing by this time next year. But of course, there are other factors that aren't in our control, such as the flu epidemic, for example, which I'm told is we expect is going to be very difficult this year. But we are working on all fronts in the Ministry of Health to make sure that we can deal with um, hallway medicine so that people don't receive hallway health care and in storage rooms and, and hallways and so on. That is what we are concentrating both our efforts and our financial resources towards. Again, with Christine Elliott, who is the health minister, let me just read you a quote uh, from Mr. Hurley. He says, in real capital, uh, uh, real per capita funding cuts uh, proposed province-wide over five years, they're more than 15%. If that level of cuts were applied to Ontario hospitals today province-wide, that would mean 4,012 fewer beds, 28,187 fewer staff to serve our current population. Uh, What do you say about his math? I would say that I have no idea where he's getting his numbers from, but I completely disagree with that. In fact, what we're doing is working to create an extra 3,000 more spaces with $27 billion more in hospital infrastructure funding over the next 10 years. So we are building capacity. We are making sure that we concentrate our resources in making sure that the people who are in hospital but that don't need to be there, the alternate level of care patients, 
have either long-term care placements to go to or home care so that that will um, that that deals with the flow within hospitals so that there are spaces to place people in so they don't end up in emergency rooms and in hallways that's what we're actually doing that's what we're spending money on and that's where that 1.3 billion dollars is going to be spent to increase resources all right, because he would say uh, the PCs appear to have no funding plan to improve capacity, and obviously uh, you feel otherwise. Now, you know, I did challenge him yesterday by suggesting uh, the reform of the uh, whole health care system uh, and efficiencies, if they're to be found, might lead to uh, some of these dollars being appropriated in more meaningful ways or whatever. And is that on plan, and do you feel confident that that can be accomplished? Yes. We actually have a very detailed and strategic plan for increasing capacity. As a matter of fact, I was in Ottawa last week to announce a $9 million fund for them to complete their plan for a new hospital. Uh, we are working on that in many areas across the province to increase that capacity, and uh, we want to make sure that we can spend it in areas where we need it the most, and we've identified that. Uh, we um, do have plans, contrary to uh, what Mr. Hurley is saying, we do know where we're making those investments, and um, they're very strategic. Can you give us, a, for instance, one or two concrete examples of where the efficiencies are to be found? Well, yes. One of the things is with the creation of Ontario Health, um, the, uh, the board that is going to be overseeing six agencies plus the 14 uh, local health integration networks over time, they each had their own back office operations for things like human resources, planning, communications, and so on. It didn't make sense to us since they're all coming under Ontario Health now to have 20 different back office operations when one would do. That's what we have changed, and that's where we're finding the money to put back into frontline health care, which is where people need it. So that's a, a very specific example of what we're trying to do is to make sure that we can put as much money as possible into frontline care because that's what people are telling us that they need. And that's where we're seeing the biggest strains that are leading to hallway health care. Well, all right. So this rationalizing, uh, I guess the health labor force, in effect, if, uh, you know, people are moving around or you're moving the operations consolidating under one umbrella group, does that necessarily lead to job cuts? In the case of some of the back office operations, unfortunately, it did. However, in terms of frontline care, in terms of nurses and personal support workers and uh, registered practical nurses, we need more of them on the front lines, and that's what we want to do. That's what we're working towards, to make sure that all of the care providers are utilized in providing the care to patients, whether they're in their own homes, whether they're in long-term care homes, or they're in hospitals. Well, I, I don't need to remind you that uh, I guess the health care unions are coming full throttle after you. In fact, Mr. Hurley is a president of the Ontario Council of Hospitals Unions. It was a full-page ad in the Globe and Mail on the weekend from the Ontario Nurses Association that also said Ford cuts are going to hurt patient care and so on and so forth. I mean, how do you respond to some of these attacks? I would say that that's entirely incorrect, that we are adding to our health care resources. We are adding financially, we are adding 
people on the front line. That is our goal. That's what people have told us that they want. We have been consulting with patients and families across the province since before we were elected last year. I did that in my previous job as patient ombudsman. I know what uh, where the resources are needed based on the consultations that I've had. That's where we're putting the resources. So people do not need to be concerned about what's happening in healthcare. We are making sure that the resources are going to be there for them when and where they need them. And that means across the entire province. Well, one of their concerns is that you're not keeping abreast of the aging population, uh, that challenge, and, you know, the stresses, including inflation, which they say, uh, the critics that is running at about 5% for the hospitals, uh, that the funding is not commensurate with those, those considerations. The funding is certainly commensurate with those issues, and we are certainly very cognizant of the issues with respect to the aging population. We currently have 2.6 million seniors in Ontario right now. Within the next several years, that's going to increase to 3 million seniors. We know there are a lot of resources that need to be put into place to support those individuals and their families, and that is part of the um, mental health and addictions plan. That is part of my mandate that I have been working on since we got elected to make sure that we have appropriate resources in place for people throughout their lifetime. I appreciate you joining us. Thanks, Minister. My pleasure. Thank you, John. As always, Christine Elliott, Deputy Premier of Ontario and the Minister of Health. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 